I, uh, all right, hold on. Let me take a sip of tea. Ooh, delicious. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Hello, world. Welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. It's the end of June. Uh, we are we have begun summer in Austin, Texas, and it is hot as fuck outside. Today, I'm joined by a new guest, an old friend of mine from way, way back, Sean Boudreau. How are you doing today, man? Hey, what's up? I am dead to the world. I'm exhausted. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. I didn't realize you were uh, going to be tired like that, but... No, it's a good exhausted. I just came back from a three-day LARP. Oh, nice. So, that, yeah. That, okay, that's interesting. I've never been on one of those. I Well, we'll talk about that a little bit on the pod, but I, like, I, I don't think I could ever be that committed or that invested in something like that, but... Oh, hey, it's, man. oh it's addictive. Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, so, it's been a while, man. Like, we well, first off, let's let's establish the friendship here. I've known Sean since I was sixteen, and you were seventeen, somewhere around there. So, like, over a decade pretty much. now. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So we uh, so we both worked at a at a grocery store in high school on the West Bank. Uh, a long time ago, you know, uh, that is no longer with us, Bromart. It was the one on uh, fucking LaPalco, was it? Yeah, it's LaPalco. Yeah, LaPalco. Uh, yeah, man. R.I.P. that Bromart, dude. Like, I was legitimately sad when I saw that it, it was closed. Eh, I don't know about legitimately sad. That place was... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that place was it was, fun. It was pure sentiment. Uh, it wasn't like, wow... How is the community going to recover from this loss? It's like, no, I was more like, oh, man, that's a shame. Because, like, that was – I had some – there was some fun memories there. But before we get too into deep of this, man, are you a fan of podcasts? Do you listen to any podcasts by chance? In the past month, I've not had a lot of time. Before okay. that, yeah, I listen to podcasts. I've listened to yours a couple times. I've listened Thank to, you. like, uh, Wisecrack has a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cracked. Yeah, I listen uh, to Cracked. Well, I love the Cracked one. The Ron Burgundy podcast every once in a while when it's hilarious. Yeah. And I'll catch up on NPR because it's the only news source that doesn't yell and argue. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, here's a little five-minute chunk of some people in a low-toned voice just telling me what happened. Yeah. And then I go about my day. Yeah, I get my. I don't get my news from... Uh, really any podcast i usually just like go on twitter and like i follow all the major major news networks and publications except for fox news i i follow pretty much all of them i think i get a good gist of the situation but i i totally understand what you're talking about like it's so it, it's just it's awful like you can't just watch the news or listen to the news now it's like oh god can well, they, yeah they actually had on spotify it's like your daily drive mm-hmm. and is they take the music that you know basically algorithm based on what you like what you might like all that other stuff they play five minutes of npr then like four or five of your songs then something from the wall street journal mm-hmm. four or five of your songs something from like new york times and a good bit of your songs. so it's sort of like just morning radio but it's your stuff nice and I'm like, that's actually pretty good because, like I said, none of it's yelling and telling you how you need to feel about this stuff. It's all, here's the facts, now uh, here's your music. Yeah, more people need to get invested into that kind of uh, delivery system. 
Uh, but yeah, man, thanks again. Well, th- uh, first off, thank you again for listening. I appreciate everyone that listens. Uh, just as an aside, I recently recorded a, a pod with my buddy Clark Martin. He has his own podcast. I was actually a guest for the first time on someone else's pod, and let me tell you, it was a relief. Really? Yeah, I like. I've never like. I mean, I don't know many people with their own shows. So like, when like, so he was the first. Per- he's the only other person I know that has one, and he invited me on to be a guest. And I was like, oh man, this is such a load off because like, it, it doesn't see. I hope it doesn't seem like it's a lot of effort, but it is like it is actually effort to like host and like do it all on your own. So it's really nice to have someone else take the wheel, you know. Oh yeah, no. It seems like one of those easier said than done situations. Yeah, a lot of the pod we did is talking about. Well, he had me on to talk about um, like the impetus and like the origin of this of my pod and his pod. We talked about we're just trying to get some insight into people who are curious about starting their own and like we we, we went over a lot of things that we talk about like all the stuff that you don't see in behind the scenes and like all the energy and like investment you got to put into it and stuff. And he's way more invested in his and I in mine, but well, I don't know what that says about me, but it's, it was a good conversation. I think it's coming out at the end of the month. So really looking forward to hear that. So if anyone's listening to this, highly recommend you go check out Clark's podcast. It's down South it podcast. It's a great show. I, lo- I listen to it regularly, very informative, but, uh, but anyway, so we are both, from the West Bank, are you still are you still out there, man? On the West Bank, no, I am right now in uh, River Ridge, Ooh. around the Elmwood area, kind of stuff. Got an apartment over there. Nice, I'm like ten minutes away from work. Nice, and uh, you know you don't have to go into specifics, but what kind of line of work are you in for the audience? Right now, I'm in uh, just like warehouse kind of stuff. Okay, because I tried trucking like class a cdl trucking mm-hmm. and it's like the money's there and and all the the um benefits and everything yeah cool. awesome but dude it's like 12 to 14 hour work days of like Ooh. you would think something like dot regulations would be like okay this is going to be organized no <laughs> so i got me to a point where i'm like you know what this is i've actually been at this job before yeah. and i just went back and i'm like I can make it on the paycheck here easy. Like, yeah. save up all this other crap easy. But now I can also go home, have time to myself, and not have all this extra burden of, oh, this has got to be due by this time, or I'm out on the road for this long or anything like that. It's straight up just peace of mind. That's I, – I hear you, man. Like, I uh, – my, my the gig I'm in, I work in accounting basically, uh, and so – my job is very cush, and you know I could probably find a job that's higher paying and like, but it would be more demanding. And like, I really, really, really love my peace and quiet and my alone time and my time to myself. So I couldn't imagine like having like a like fifty out like if someone's working like fifty or sixty hours a week, I'm like, why for money? Like, oh, that's money at the co- like at the cost of sanity. It's like, oof, no, thank you. I'm good. I've had a 60-hour job before, yeah, and the hours weren't what stressed me out. The politics at the workplace uh, was. Okay. But the work at the truck driving job, now, like, they tried to keep me on. Mm-hmm. Because when I, regardless of hating a job or liking a job, I don't want to half-ass it. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think that's more about me than it is about the actual job. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to do my job. 
do them proper, put them in two weeks, leave, sort of situation like that. But over there, like I said, it's chaotic, and it's you're on the road. Yeah. And it's not overnight trucking. I was doing local jobs. The only problem with the local ones are the easier job, the more work you're going to have to do. Like, I was doing Budweiser for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's literally going to gas stations, dropping the pallets in the front, stop stocking there, the whatever gas station. Mm-hmm. Bar room, same thing. Go in there, you're bringing kegs, you're hooking up kegs. Basically, you're doing all the work for them mm-hmm. for about 12 hours out of the day. Ooh, that sounds... That sounds rough, man. I I commend you for being able to do that for an extended period of time. But uh, you're a better man than me. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Physical work is not my is not my bag, man. <laughs> oh no. See, to me, it's, it's it's easy, and that's actually one of the reasons how I got into podcasting. Yeah. This previous the warehouse I'm at now before I went to the trucking industry stuff. Yeah. They were like, oh, you can put your headphones on and stuff, and I really like the the warehouse. Yeah. Because there's no politics. And it's one of those, we're really clean in what we do. We sell uh, train air conditioning units. Okay. And everything's organized. The um, inventory is like 100%. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool. Therefore, you know, we get something in, we know exactly where to put it up. Boom, it's done already. Everything's clean. Everything's fine. So they don't mind if you have headphones on or something while you work. Not in front of the customers, obviously, obviously. but, you know, in the, in the back. So... I'm sitting there doing monotonous stuff like stocking, uh, rotating stock, different stuff like that. Yeah. And all I can do is, you know, put your headphones on, listen to something like that, and just go. Like, it's not even hard work. It's just monotonous to a point where it's it kind of drowns out a little. Yeah. And you can just be lost in your thoughts, do what you need to do. I feel you. I, uh... I, I have a very similar arrangement at my uh, gig because again I'm I work you know I just deal with spreadsheets all day so I'm not dealing with customers so I have a very I get a lot of leash as far as like how casual I can come to work dressed and like put my headphones in all day and I love that because like I'm not selling anything to anyone I'm just dealing with spreadsheets and dealing with emails and that's so relaxing and just like I I, I totally understand that appeal man but yeah it sounds kind of if we can harken back to those good old days if you want to label them as good old days but yeah man do you have any like at, at bromart man like do do you have any fond memories of that place like at all or anything like that because i i kind of do I'm trying to think yeah it was a long time ago if you think about it <laughs> it wasn't bad i don't hate the place or yeah, anything like yeah, that yeah for real. it was once again you get into that group i got into the group over there you go in you get the baskets or whatever then yeah. you go out restock what you need to restock Man. rinse repeat sweep mop blah 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 easy 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 once it's repetitive you don't think about it you just kind of do it and the whole time you're there you're having fun with whoever you're working with yeah that was a that was a, one of the highlights of that place was we did all i like to believe that like not everybody got along but there was like like you and i became friends and like i I, I, there were people I was friendly with there and stuff, so that was that was pretty awesome. Like the fact that we were all kind of high schoolers, you know, just hanging out and ha- like shooting the shit and like goofing off, you know, when we could goof right. off. And so, and, and that's and that's what I tried to do when I was um, when they had me in the back with the bagger or whatever. What was it? Head bagger or something? Something like that. I can't remember those like, bullsh- like so bullshit titles. People. <laughs> And so that was part of me training people was trying to tell them, hey, look, 
Yeah. We have to do this if you want to chill out and have fun. Yeah. Like, because you would get some kids who just don't even want to do anything. Oh, man. And it's like, come on, man. This is like four hours of nothing. Yeah. But speaking of uh, memories and stuff, how about this one? The Grey Goose Bandit. Oh, I knew you were going to bring up that story. <laughs> oh, man. I knew you were going to bring up that story. But uh, but I'll just say, before I get to that little tidbit, uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to talk about that. Uh, so... Yeah, there was. It just amazes me how easy. Like, okay, like dealing with retail is never. It's it's simple, but it's not always easy. You know, like it's. I I, I maintain that I think everybody should either work in the service industry or retail industry at least once in their life because I really like. I worked at Bromart for my junior and senior year of high school, and then in college I worked at another grocery store that shall not be named in in Baton Rouge. For my entire time. So, like, I worked in grocery, like, most of my schooling and stuff like that. So, uh, and I think it actually made me a better person, man. Like, you you become more patient and you, like, uh, well, I I guess I can't, I don't want to generalize, but yet for me, I'll say that people ask me how I'm always polite all the time and how I always say thank you, please, yes, sir, no, ma'am, all this stuff. And people are like, you're always on your P's and Q's, like, you know, if I'm around like friends and we're just shooting the shit like we are right now, I'm more casual and I'm let I'm a little bit loosened up. But like in public, talking to like other cashiers, other waiters, or stuff like that, like I I I'm very cordial and very respectful to them because of like man, we I've been there. And another thing before we get to the story, and I'd love to hear feedback as well. But like I'll say this, like I don't know what it would take. For a, like a cashier or or a waiter or somebody to piss me off, because I am so accommodating and understanding of what they're going through at any given day. Because like something you some people need to realize is like I have one example of that. Yeah, what I, what I'll say is that you know we they may be having you might have just caught them on the worst day of their like like year or worst day of their like career in this like industry so like hey man like they you have to deal with their like bullshit for like what five minutes or whatever ten minutes they have to deal with other people's bullshit like their entire shift and they have to stand on their feet the entire time doing it and they have to like it's not fun like there's a lot of not fun stuff about those kind of jobs so i'm just like hey man it's cool if you fuck something up i understand man just you know do what you can to fix it if you can't just give me my money back. We're straight. I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I, I just, one of the things is like people who get mad at like cashiers or waiters or, you know, checkout people or whatever, man. I'm just like, hey, man, it's not that big a deal. Let's just like, eh, it could just, you know, they could just be going through, th- going through something. Trust me. I don't think it's personal. I don't think they're trying to fuck with you specifically. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, yeah. The only example I've ever had of this, because like, like you said, I'm I'm the, I'm the same way. I've had people spill stuff on me. Yeah. And I've still I had to stop someone. I've had uh, what was it? Uh, some girl at a restaurant. She came out. She spilled something. She's like, Oh my god! I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I'm like, No, it's cool. It's, it's you know, hey, take your time. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. She goes out. She gets a drink or something to come back, and she's nervous because hey, look, she's still waiting on the same table. She just embarrassed herself. Yeah. Drops it again, and this time it spills all over my leg. And. I still, I'm polite, I'm this and that, and I'm like, because you know you can obviously tell she doesn't want to do this, she's not messing with me, or anything yeah. like that, it's not stupid, it's not malicious. Although one time, it was, I was at Applebee's. Okay. And it's 
in the middle of the day, in the middle of the week, I had, I had something off, and it was um, me and an ex, and we got our order taken, and there's like no one there. Yeah. And we don't see the waitress, and we're just wondering, just kind of wondering, not being rude or anything, just wondering, and we look over, and she's in another section sitting down eating lunch in the middle of, like, waiting on people. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, and, and she's not a care in the world on her phone, eating lunch, whatever. Yeah. And I didn't say anything. We, we called another waiter or something. It was like, hey, look, I just want my food. Yeah. I'm going to pay for it. I'm not even looking to be comped. I'm just hungry. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but see, that's the thing is, is even though it, it did piss me off because I'm like, come on, finish your, you know. Yeah. I hate when people just drop what they're doing in the middle. Of, nope, it's my break now. Like, no. Yeah. But... I'm still not going to yell or do whatever because it's like, like I said, it all comes down to, it's not whether they deserve it, it's whether you want to be known as the person who's going to bitch about things like that. Yeah, and it's like, and usually, like, if it's, like, I'll just speak to cashiers, but, like, people yell at cashiers, like, unless the cashier, like, explicitly insults you and calls you, like, I don't know, a motherfucker or some shit, like if you're mad about something it's probably not their fault and you probably like why are you gonna take it out on this like poor little like probably a teenager man like why are you gonna get mad what's mad what is getting mad gonna solve anything like i never understood that okay so you're gonna say that these little punk ass kids don't know the definition of work and blah 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 and all this stuff but when they're actually at a job you're gonna degrade them yeah it's like no man encourage them yeah and just be like, be patient. Like, just be like, I, I, I am the most impatient person in the world with a lot of things. But yes. as far as like, you know, service, customer service, I, I, I just, I'm like, it's cool, man. It's cool. Just let's, let's get this problem. If there's a problem, let's get it fixed right away, man. And I understand shit happens. Shit happens. And that's, I think my, that's my point is like, if you work in these fields for, you know, especially when you're young, because you take it with you later on in life, but you just understand, hey, man. Shit happens. It's not personal. It's nobody's like shitting on you specifically. I mean, if they are, that's a whole other thing. But like, I just like calm down, man. There's no need to get mad. Like getting again, getting mad. Yeah, you can vent and you can like stress that you're upset. But hey, man, it's not gonna solve the problem. Like it's not. You're not gonna get like you're gonna. All you're gonna get is a we're sorry. We're doing our best. It's like that's all that they're gonna be able to give you. A lot of the times. Yeah. When you're in those situations, and this is not every single thing, yeah. but a lot of the times it's usually something like fast food or a grocery store or something where it's only going to be here, it's five minutes and done. Yeah. And now it's not going to affect the rest of your life. It's not like you lost your life savings or anything. Oh no, they rang up something wrong. Or oh no, you yeah. got a different size fries. I, I, I don't know. They mixed up my drink or something like that. It's like, eh. Right. It's like, it's not worth the battle. Yeah, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect way to phrase it, man. That's like, it's not worth it, man. Let it go. Right. Anyway, but let me tell this. <laughs> uh, me and Sean would talk about this for years after. So, <laughs> I can't remember if he came by twice. I think he came by twice, but I just... I, I, no, he came by like three or four times. Damn, I only remember like two times, but the one in question was like it was my elmer fudd moment where i was like wascally wabbit i'll get you one day but like 
So what happened was, this is stupid. Please don't anyone ever do this. This is, like, looking back, this is so reckless. Uh, So I worked at this, I worked at Bromart, and, you know, I was the head cashier, whatever bullshit it was, and uh, the way the liquor section was arranged, I don't know if it's still, if it was like this, I don't remember if it was always like this, but whatever. Uh, There was a gentleman that came in and, like... Decided to swipe two half gallons, the big bottles, of Grey Goose. Now, those are like 50 bucks. Back in, this was 2007, 2008, so those were like 40 bucks a pop, 45 bucks. So that was about 90 bucks, you know, with taxes, probably about 100 bucks. So he swipes it, and nobody sees him do it. Like, obviously, the camera saw him do it, but nobody saw him do this. And so he makes his way around, and like as he starts he he walks out the door with these things and one of the dude i think his name was tyler taylor i can't remember the dude we worked with at the time so he comes and gets me and he was sitting on the bench outside by the soda machines and he sees the dude walking out and so he goes hey guys y'all know this dude is like stare like like you know walking out of your store with like bottles of gray goose you know that right i don't think he paid for it and so we're like, where is he? Where is he? And we see him, and he's already t- kind of like middle of the parking lot. And anyone who's familiar with Bromart, uh, if you're not, it's a pretty big parking lot. It stretches all the way to Lapalco. And so he and I and another dude, I think his name was Jared. I think his name was Jared. I can't remember. Uh, Jared, yeah, Jared, yeah, Jared, Jared, Jared. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. Uh, so the three of us get the brilliant idea of like, all right, let's get him. Let's go get him. We can catch him. We can catch him right now. And so we're like, we're like, let's go sprint after him. And like our manager at the time, shout out to Mr. Stan. I mean, one of the weirdest dudes I've ever met. But like, eh, I didn't have, I didn't really hate him. He was kind of cool to me. Uh, shout out to that guy. I hope he's still kicking. If he's not, sorry to hear it. But anyway, so he goes, uh. No, no, no. What happens is we sprint across the parking lot, the three of us, like, chasing after this dude, running after him, and he's got a good lead on us, and then he's literally down Lapalco, so we start, like, we're like, oh, he's he's too far, he's too far, so we're like, hey, let's get in one of our cars, and let's run him down, let's chase him down, it's like, what were we thinking was gonna happen here? Anyway, so... We run back to the front of the store, and we're like, we're going to get in the car, get in the car. But Stan's like, don't do this. This is not good. Something bad will happen. Luckily, luckily, so we hop in someone's car, and we're like driving down the pile. We zoom past him, and unfortunately, he gets away. And we come back to feed it, and Mr. Stan was like, good. you did. He could have had a gun. He could have had a knife. He could have fucking killed one of you. Why were y'all worried about $100 worth of alcohol when this dude probably could have taken one of your lives? And it's like, it's one of those dumb things you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that does make sense. That was pretty dumb. But he kept coming back, and I swore on, like, I took a blood oath that, like, I will catch this dude. Never caught him. The funniest thing about this, though. Yeah. Was the measures taken to stop him? <laughs> the okay. So for for anyone listening, the the way the um where your desk or whatever was the yeah. customer service. That's it. Yeah. The alcohol was right behind customer service. Yeah. So and behind that was the beer section. Yeah. And you had this low hanging wall, so he would reach over after that. Yeah. Get the great goose and run out. Yeah. And then. Okay, 
so fine. So he just walked out casually. Hey, can I see your receipt? And he books it. And so we learned our lesson. Look, we can't catch this guy, especially if he's sprinting faster than anyone yeah. with two giant bottles in his hand. Dude was this quick. Dude earned his booze. Anyway, so we figure, okay, you know what he's doing? He's going through closed registers. So we got chains on the registers. We put up a little uh, wall behind between the beer and the alcohol section. We upped everything and this guy got past every single obstacle we put in his way dog. and would just keep running dog he was so elusive like it was like <sighs> dog he just keeps getting us like that was like there were a bunch of people or something yeah dude and it was just like we always joked about the i don't know who called him the gray goose bandit but we just started calling him that and like i swear to god if i ever see that dude in public i think who the fuck knows whatever happened to that dude but i swear if i saw him i would recognize him like you know what i heard just i I just heard that he tried it somewhere else like Uh, at another bromart i think i think he got caught oh well that's good happy happy to know justice prevailed (laughs) god damn that was that was some fun stuff Dog, that was so wild that we did that. Like, three, like, 16 and 17-year-olds hopping in a truck, chasing down, like, dude who stole, like, $100. Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, dude, that was so stupid. That could have gone so bad. chase him in the parking lot and keep running in the street because he lived in the apartment buildings across the street. Yeah. They were, like, ghetto apartment buildings or something. Yeah, yeah, they were kind of run down. down. Yeah. And, yeah, Jarrett was going to run right into it. I'm like, Really? Yeah, we were like, he's gone. Once he's gone there, there's no way. We're like way out of our way out of our league here. Like, don't even it's not worth it. It's totally not worth it. But we thought we could catch him. Again, when we caught him, none of us had like a like any weapon. No we just had our bare hands. Like what did what did we think we were gonna do here? Like what (laughs) I don't know, man. But luckily nothing bad happened. Uh but the other funny thing about Romart was like you and I were both big well we still are our big scrubs fans like we always had this like jd and janitor uh arrangement we, we used to joke about that shit all the time and it was pretty funny man i miss that show so much like i forget about it sometimes though like in the I grand think we yeah. forget about it a lot because that last season oh, just yeah. put a sour taste in everyone's mouth and it was just like yeah because it had like oh. one of those great like speaking of like you know when people are talking about game of thrones by the way I loved what you – I saw what you would do on Facebook. Anytime someone oh, bitched about Game of Thrones, that was hilarious. Uh, I'll, I liked it because if you paid attention – not to get into this too much, but if you, you paid attention, everything made sense. Oh, it might not gosh. have been the plot and ending that you thought you were going to get, but it was the plot and ending that, looking back – was totally the plan. Whether or not they pulled it out their ass, it made freaking sense. Anyway, can JD? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like, uh, I'm glad to know that there's someone else who, I mean, I was okay with it. Uh, it didn't make 100% sense to me, which I've already spoken to death about, but uh, but I, I enjoyed it. I was like, it's fine. I, I, I liked it. I was happy with it. I can live knowing that that's how the ending. But back to Scrubs, uh, I really – I totally agree with you. That season nine uh, where they had the interns, like when you think about the ending of Scrubs, it has one of the best, like most rewarding, fulfilling, satisfying conclusions. And you're like, wow, this was amazing. And then they try to keep it going after the fact that they had this wonderful goodbye. And look, man, I was open to it. I gave it a shot, but it's like, 
Why it are we doing been this? A spin-off yeah, it's, a, a yeah, season. yeah. They, I was like, is this a spinoff? If you're trying to spin it off, you need to go in a harder like left or right direction here, or new direction here. Like you can't, you can't be so attached to the old. And then it's just like this is stupid. Why did y'all do this? It's like so yeah, that season doesn't even count with me. But that I forget about Scrubs. Like I used to watch Scrubs all the time, and now I'm just like. Oh yeah, that was a show. Maybe I should give it another shot later on in the year, but it's not like I got don't have a million other things to watch right now. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, man, uh speaking of social media, like it's really funny to me, man. Like we've been friends since we were, you know, teenagers and we're like grown ass, well, you're a grown ass man. I'm still kind of a man child here. Uh No, I'm a grown ass hairy ass man child. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that we still have that in common. Uh but it's really funny like we don't we don't see each other. Like, we don't text. Like, I would say that, I think it's fair to say that the extent of our friendship has been mostly, you know, social media, online, and shooting, like, like memes at each other and, like, tagging each other in funny shit. And it's been that way for over a decade now. And I think it's very interesting that, you know, I'll, that, 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 that type of friendship exists now. I got to hand it to you, man. Like, I got to tell you, like... I send a lot of memes to my friends, like, through text message. I'm usually poaching them from stuff you post and retweet and, like, all – or not retweet. It's on Facebook. So reshare and all that stuff. So I'm like, oh, man, that's hilarious because you find the funniest shit to post. That's – okay. And not to get too in political or anything like that. Sure, obviously. sure, sure. You know where I came from politically as a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, young, impressionable, 18-year-old, ready to vote in the American system, you know? Sure. That sort of bullshit until you realize that everyone sucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then I was, oh, I was going to about it, this and that, but yeah, okay, like I said, finding out that everyone sucks, it doesn't matter who you are, everyone kind of just does. And at the bottom line, yes, it affects things, but me personally, I'm like, and this may sound selfish or not, but I'm like, I just want to go in, hit, get my eight, hit the gate, and if, I, if I'm friends with the people I work there, that's the idea. So I'm like, the, what the president does or doesn't do doesn't affect me right now. I'm just not going to get overstressed about it at the moment. Cool. And that's any, any, any of them. So I'm like, you know, whatever. But what I'm going to do and not wanting to see all this shit on Facebook, here's a joke. Here's a comic. Here's a meme. Here's this. Here's that. Here's this cool science article. Here's something else. Blah, blah, blah. If you notice, I don't post any of, like, if I have problems with somebody. Yeah. You know how some people leave those anonymous comments and then someone comments on it and goes, hey, are you all right? And they're like, leave me alone. Yeah, the passive-aggressive, like, kind of shit. Right. Like... So, I don't post any of that crap. Yeah. I don't post any whatever. It's just jokes and stuff, because it's like, I'd love to just go into Facebook, and this is funny, this is funny, this is funny, this is funny. Yeah. Not stress. actually enjoy Facebook. Yeah. It's really funny to me. I had this conversation with a friend of mine while I was on vacation recently. We started talking about social media, and I feel like, uh, I mean, we could do a pod just on, we could do a pod just on social media, but... I, I was my, my my argument was that I think social media went south, and I'm not trying to sound ageist here. Like when the old when the our older generations, you know, Gen Gen Y or no Gen X and like the baby boomers, and also kind of these kids that were in the generation beneath us, I feel like it went south like 
when they started getting into the mix. Like, so just hear me out here, man. But like, I'm, I'm gonna sound very biased here. I, I apologize. Like, you know, whatever. So I, I was arguing that like I think that it all went south when people who didn't grow up with this and like realize what this is like we we grew up with it man like fuck we had like myspace was like the first big one right i had myspace when i was like 13 or 14 right so we watched it evolve. yeah and we evolved along with it and we understand the etiquette like we kind of had some influence in the in the norms and what you do and don't do on facebook on social media in general and stuff like that and you know not all of us you know i'm speaking of millennials large part not all of us really follow that strict rule these kind of like understanded rules and like norms and shit like that online but like i think that since we kind of like grew with the growing pains of social media we kind of grew up with that we are more adapt uh, we're more adaptable. adaptable to it all we we i what i'm saying is like i think that we understand what this is it's supposed to be fun like i i don't understand like yes Part of that fun is sharing your life, you know, hey, I'm getting married. Hey, I just had a new baby. Hey, I just got a new job. Hey, I, I'm on vacation. Look at all these cool photos of what's going on in my life. Yeah, that's nice. But it's supposed to be fun. Like, I go on Facebook specifically to interact with people like you and other friends and just, you know, spread and just, like, en- like enhance fun. Like, I just don't understand... Like, I think it's been corrupted, man. I mean, who knows? Maybe it always would have been corrupted, but I just think that it's, like, it's mutated and morphed into this, like... You know, yeah. I was reading something in which it, it kind of dawns on me a little bit, and I've got to stop myself. Yeah. Because if I don't, I start sounding like old man yells at cloud. For real. <laughs> but people suck. Straight <laughs> up. I love people. I love my friends. I love my family, yeah. and I will I will take a bullet for damn near any person, whether I met you or not, because you know I I, I don't want to see you hurt and all that other crap. But people suck as a whole. They can, yeah. And the thing, what I'm noticing a lot of patterns in too is like, okay, fine. Think of it this way: go back to like the. Shit, I don't know, the Middle Ages or whatever. Okay. People could barely read. The, the, the literate were the high 1% kind of people. All right. Fast forward, you're mass producing all this stuff. You have a printing press, all this other crap. People are starting to read. Literacy is getting better. And with that information and learning and all this other stuff, fast forward, you could see a giant ass bargain bin full of those little small smut hand uh, paperback books with Fabio on the cover or whatever the hell shit. <laughs> Alright. I'm sure the printing press was made for that. You know, this like garbage books that people are going to read or whatever, but now they're held in high regards because they're older and they're not the new modern evil technology. And to me it's like, I, I look at it this way, is that yeah, people are using social media to be stupid. Yeah. But people are always going to use anything to be stupid. Yeah. You're still going to have people who are using Facebook just to connect with family. Yeah. Or just to connect with whatever. Yeah. Like, going back to that LARP group that I have, we're organized pretty much Facebook or Discord or something like that where we can connect way easier instead of sending emails. Because I still remember the day where 
send us your email and we'll send you an email about this and blah 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 and this is how we keep in touch and it's like no this is gross yeah now freaking Facebook's fast I love it yeah it uh it's and again, yeah, you're absolutely right. That like people are people can be stupid, people can be awful. They, that's never gonna change, right? So, I just, I just, I, 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 I really, and I don't want this to go to your head. And I'm glad I now have your number and stuff like that. Cause I've been meaning to ask you for your number for years now. But like, I really want to get off of Facebook. Like, I really want to get off. But it helps to promote the pod, and it helps to you know do all this stuff. And it's. But I don't want to lose contact with people. Like there were people that I yeah. only keep in touch with on Facebook. It's like I don't want to lose contact with these people because these people are cool. I really enjoy communicating and engaging with these people. And honestly, it's just Facebook. Like I really want to get off just Facebook because I also have an Instagram, which I like doing, and it's fun. And maybe there will come a day when I get sick and tired of that bullshit. Uh, but there's also Twitter. I love Twitter. I love Twitter. I think Twitter's great. And so – it just, I don't know what it is about Facebook. Maybe it's just the fact that it's like your friends and family and like you're, you're not really friends, you're not really friends with anyone on Facebook that you don't really know. So like maybe there's some personal baggage that's always involved, but I just, I'm like, here you, here yeah. you go. Okay. Facebook is the Walmart of social media. Yeah. Walmart comes around. It's a great big store. It's whatever. Then here's Twitter, cough, Target. Here's Instagram and there's your local stores or whatever the hell. Whole Foods or some shit, yeah. Is your Walmart Supercenter. Yeah. Yeah, you got sales. Yeah, you can get what you want. But, dude, <laughs> it's Walmart. Like, yeah, it's. Yeah, man, it's like. I, I, I don't mean to shit on it because I honestly believe that Facebook. The, the margin is narrow, but I still believe it has a net benefit. It's, again, yeah. the margin is narrow, for at least in my life. It, it still is more fun than it's not. But I really want to get off of it because I think it's time to move past it. Like, I'm like, okay, this is – it's time to get off of this because it's like I feel like – it just feels so – I feel like there's – I don't want to disparage anyone that really enjoys Facebook. Hey, man, do your thing. But, like, it just feels juvenile. Like, I've been on Facebook since I was 17 and I'm about to turn 30 next year. It's like – I, I just still don't think that it's like I, I let's 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 close the let's close the book on this chapter like let's let's get on it and I, I got into Twitter and I got to Instagram like in my twenties and stuff so I don't feel it as juvenile and infantile as like Facebook is maybe that's why I'm reluctant to like that's why I'm kind of like uh about it but you know I I I but I I, I do love coming on here and seeing shit you post and like laughing or liking at it and you know tagging you on shit and stuff like that so it's really good to have still good people on there but it's See, just thing, yeah I've done that I've got a lot of friends like you that I've met over the years through different places that I don't see much mm-hmm. and I'm not a fun I'm not a reliable person to keep in contact with people yeah I'm one of those people who you won't hear from me for years and then all of a sudden the next time you hear from me hey look it's like we never left yeah. so it's, it's just not how I am it, I, I don't even realize it half the time yeah. but you know so I've got friends from elementary school that like the other day I randomly messaged because I posted a meme and it made me it made me remind of it reminded me of him yeah. so I was like okay here you go or like I've got a friend from when I interned at Disney Mm-hmm. And I was like, here you go, dude. This is fun. This is all you. And, yeah. So I'm like, 
to me, relationships like that are great because it's like, I know you've got your own life going on. Yeah. Not that I'm intruding, but you've got your own life going on. Sending you funny-ass memes and doing all this other shit is an easy way of constantly, daily, hey, look, I'm still your friend. I still remember. Yeah. I'm still, you know, thinking about you kind of situation. Yeah. But I'm also not going to take you away from doing what you need to do. Yeah, I, I, I am a very similar type. Uh, I'm kind of cut from the same cloth there that, like, I'm not – I need to do better. Uh, I'll just flat out say I need to do better about keeping in touch with people I care about. And, you know, so and Facebook's a really, really good avenue to do that passively or not as – to do it on my own schedule, right? So what I'll say is just, like, it feels like social media – this is how I view social media. It, like, every platform, Instagram – uh, Twitter, social, uh, Facebook, whatever, whatever. Snapchat. I'm not on Snapchat. Snapchat anymore because they fucking pissed me off. So I was like, "Fuck y'all." But what I, what I'm saying is like, it, it. They all feel like gigantic, massive, macro level group chats, right? So it's like, but I was like, but I don't want to do macro necessarily anymore. Like, I mean, not that my Facebook is huge at all. Like, I think I have like 200 friends and i follow a bunch of pages but like i don't need that anymore like and there's so many overlay between twitter and facebook like obviously facebook like bit off a lot of what twitter does and like they all kind of bite off each other and stuff so it's all becoming this like weird like pep coke and pepsi and like whatever like rc cola shit and That's so why i never joined another one because i was just like okay so myspace died myspace was in its own little bubble yeah 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 and it, and it died so i got on the facebook because i was like all right no one does myspace anymore it takes too much effort to go in and type and search things so i got on facebook and i like facebook and then everybody's like oh twitter's even faster and i'm like oh my god there's another one <laughs> it's, so i'm sitting here going like i'm already obsessing about this because i've got it's not like diagnosed OCD or anything or, or whatever, but it's one of those LOL OCD kind of things yeah. where I have to do certain things in certain orders. And so when I go on Facebook, I'll check a th- I'll check certain things the way I check it and all this other stuff. Yeah. Or like I open up my phone, I check this, I check this, I check this, I check this, go certain times. And I got to myself and I'm thinking, if I get Twitter... That's just another thing I have to compulsively check now. Yeah. If I get Instagram, that's an well, I don't like pictures. I'm not getting Instagram. <laughs> so, like, no, yeah. I hate pictures. Don't take pictures of me. I hate pictures. Yeah. I don't know why. I just, no. Sure. So, but yeah. So, I'm like, all these other things, I'm like, okay, fine. And then, like you said, they were all connected. And I noticed Facebook didn't die as fast as MySpace did when Twitter came out. Yeah. So I'm like, I guess I don't have to leave it if everybody on Twitter is still on Facebook anyway via Twitter. I don't know how that works. So, We're not not even going to get into the whole like negative impact that social media has as far as bots and, you know, spreading false information and shit like that. That's a whole other – that's a whole other thing to unpack. But I just feel like it's like, okay, I need to I need to get off Facebook because like you're right. It is like I have all three and I, you know, irregularly – regularly whatever uh compulsively check them both all three of them and so i just i really want to get rid of facebook because it's like okay old friend it's time to say goodbye but you know it's been real it was fun while it lasted but i don't need to i don't need you anymore i have these other two over here and instagram is i do it a lot more uh shits and giggles ever since they added stories i i was like oh okay well that's cool i I, i'll do that and 
Uh, but it's fun. It's cool. But I gotta. I'll probably if even if I got off Facebook, I would probably start a Facebook page for my pod because, like, it, like I said, it's also really good about promoting things and like, hey, here's a here's a here's a cause I'm interested in. Donate to this page or like, here's something that's going on in my life. Go check this out or like whatever and stuff like. That. So it's really good about it. Like that. Thing that I will do. Yeah. Friends who want to have different startup things. Yeah. I've got a couple friends who have YouTube channels and yeah. like gaming theme YouTube channels, so I will share them. I've got friends in a band, I will share that. Yeah. Someone has a pop up restaurant, I've got a friend from that LARP thing that I do, she makes these she designs these uh, shirts. They're like dark New Orleans themed shirts. Cool. Instead of just Nola, it's like different like urban legends and stuff. Cool. So I'm like, okay, cool posting this sharing all this stuff doing whatever and i'm like i may not and i felt bad one time because someone commented he's like oh man i'm really glad that you're a fan of the show and i'm, I'm i had to tell him i was like Dude, i don't really watch your show because <laughs> i don't have time but you're my friend and you're posting this and you've worked on this so i'm going to you know show it off yeah, but I never, I never watched it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, man. There's a lot of that, and like that's what I, I, I. That's when people like when I do have friends like yourself who say, "Oh yeah, I've caught a few episodes of your pod." I'm like, "Thank you, I appreciate it." You don't need to listen to every single one. I don't expect anyone besides myself listening to each and every one because I have to edit them. I have to listen to them back to make sure they're good to go. And but like I, I don't like if people go, oh, I've listened, I haven't listened to the newest one. I'm like, that's cool, man. They're 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 there waiting for you if you want to get to them, or if you don't, man, go live your life. There are more exciting things out in the world than my podcast. But if you want, if you want to check them out, and you enjoy it, sure, man, go right ahead. I don't care. Uh, well, I do care, but I'm like, I'm not gonna hold it against you. I know other people got shit going on. Trust me, there are plenty of people who've been like, hey, man, you mind checking this out for me? Hey, man, wouldn't you want to do this? Hey, man, wouldn't you want to do that? I'm like. Yeah, I would, but I really don't, so I'm not gonna. Uh, but don't take it hard. Don't take it personally. I still like you as a person. Like I just don't. That's not my thing. But hey, man, you keep doing you. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. So now, by the way, I did like your um, the Star Wars episodes and Marvel episodes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, you did your massive list, and I like massive lists for some reason. Yeah. I guess I'm one of those people. So. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll have a uh, Star Wars since Episode Nine is coming out in uh, in December. Uh, you know, it's ending this sequel trilogy. We'll pre me and my friend Ben might or we'll probably do a Star Wars episode like that, ranking and stuff like that. I'm really looking forward to that. That's on the agenda uh, or that's on the schedule. So, but yeah, man, you are we are kind of still into the same nerd life. Like I just I was watching before you called me or before we did all this. I was watching Neon Genesis Ev- Evangelion, and it's you know, I don't know how big an anime you are, but like that's been this big anime that's like eluded me for so long. Like people say it's like it's generally considered like one of the best anime of all time. So I'm like, oh man, it would be great to finally watch this. But it was so hard to track down as a teenager and as a young, you know, twenty something, and but I'm glad that Netflix finally has it on. And let me tell you something, man. It is fucking weird. Like I'm just like what the fuck is going on in this show? I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's kind of like Gundam, but not really at all. It's so bizarre and subversive and like... Angels and stuff. And and Avas and all this bullshit. It's like, I don't... I love the... I love anime. I still love anime. I I tried. I tried Evangelion or Evangelion or whatever. Yeah. I can't do it. I had a friend who raved about it back in high school and I was like, you know what? I'll give it a try. And like you said, it was elusive back then. Yeah. And you, you were trying to find it, and that was when YouTube, speaking of social media now, yeah. was in its infancy. Yeah. 
YouTube shouldn't be social media. It should, anyway, yeah. um, back when it was not, it was just a video site. They had, you know, the dubs of different things. I remember the Simpsons movie. Someone bootlegged it on YouTube before. <laughs> anyway, so I was watching it on there, and I got to, like, three episodes, and I was like, I can't. He's like, well, why not? I'm like, because I just can't. Yeah. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, to me, it was the philosophy. Yeah. It was way way too over drenching with philosophy I was like look the actions look cool the art is great oh, yeah the animation is spectacular it's like the highlight of the show is the animation I miss 90s anime like good oh, 90s dude. anime for, for they brought an preach. art form to that preach because like 80s and 70s you, you know you had your your fan favorites like your early Gundams and stuff yeah. okay fine whatever but it all had that same anime where it's like okay this is how we draw this is how we put it out yeah it's like oh this is Right, in the 2000s, it was okay, cool. But for some reason, and I'm not trying to be only 90s kids, but, like, look at Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. 1999, 1998, whatever. It was so stylized. Yeah. Not just the art, but the directing, the the music you put into it, different this and that, the yeah. references. And then, like you said, event, event ah, Evangelion. Or whatever it is. Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah. It's freaking like, even though the plot isn't my thing necessarily. Yeah. The artwork, yeah. the directing of the tone and the the angles and the viewpoints and stuff yeah. when characters are going through things, it's like, damn, dude. Like you tell more of a story in scenes that no one's saying anything. Yeah. With some music and a good angle at the character and away mm. from the character. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's awesome. And then it turns into just, once again, the 80s part two where everything is pumping out. Everything is pumping out. Everything is pumping out. But for that one sweet little generation. Yeah, I would say that uh, all of my favorite animes, like Gundam Wing, uh, uh, 08 The Mess Team, uh, let's see, uh, Big Big O, although Big O is kind of late 90s, early 2000s. Anyway, I, I, I totally echo what you say, and I, I'm, I know we're trying to. I know we're sounding like, man, all this other stuff sucks. It was good when we were kids, like that no, kind no, of. No, that's I enjoy the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's just that generation had a certain substance to it. Yeah, but and then in the in the two thousands, and like specifically this generation, I guess the teens. I guess I don't know. Like I feel like computer animation and computer graphics kind of like took over, and it's like I don't I like I like hand drawn stuff. Like I, I obviously you know even in the '90s there were computer assisted things. I understand that, but I I feel like the animation was still more hand drawn than anything, and I'm like I I, I connect more with that than this polished glistening like plasticky feeling animation. So I'm like I can't. I can't really get it, and also like I kind of like I, I I can't connect to a lot of modern anime anymore. Like I feel like it's like it's just too like as you as a kid you're like oh this is utterly ridiculous okay but I'm in for it because wow look at the pretty colors and look at the animation and look at the music and listen to the music. But nowadays I'm like okay this is just too fucking ridiculous. This is too fuck like Attack on Titan is my example that I'm like everyone says it's amazing. Yeah, I didn't care for a lot of '80s cartoons and stuff when I was little. Because you grow up, and it was, the 90s was a different decade than, like, the 80s and stuff. The 80s was a little bit more just quantity, and you, you have everything, and it was a, a decade of excess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas the 90s had a little bit more substance to it. And a, a bit more so, restraint, yeah. Say what? A bit more restraint. 
Right. So when I'm watching stuff like Tim Burton movies and stuff, early 90s Tim Burton movies, yeah. it's like you've got so much style and substance. And then when you watch something like Transformers, it's like, okay, you can clearly see, even as a child, the animation isn't the best because it, they just wanted to pump out toys. And it was like, we it, kids aren't stupid. Yeah. They're more <laughs> perceptive than they're giving credit for, yes. Absolutely. Kids are smart as all hell. So, you know, you, you teach them young, and yeah. And honestly, I think that's why we grew up the way we grew up. Because look at our media. It was like, even our comedy just had so many layers and subtleties to different things. Mm-hmm. And like growing up with Cartoon Network or something, Yeah. I, I'm looking back at it and I'm like, I still watch some of the new stuff. That show Gumball is freaking hilarious. Yeah, I hear that's good. Um, but when we were growing up, it wasn't that, oh, Dexter's Lab is the best. Yeah, okay, it was funny. But we also had the older generation cartoons with us. We had a wide variety of all kind of shit. Yeah. And that's a little streamlined on stuff. But it's like you can tell the difference between when something is manufactured for kids or something is manufactured and kids like it. Yeah. Oh, it's a, I think that's a very interesting uh, distinction to make. I just I, – I love – I love anime. Like, I just want to say that. I just, I love anime. I love animation because, like, I feel like hand, I'm kind of sad that Disney's kind of strayed away from it uh, as far as it has. But I, I, I love hand drawn animation. Like, I look at, I'll watch, I've been, again, I've been watching Evangelion for the past, like, week and a half, two weeks, something like that. And, you know, I, I love it. Well, it came out the 21st, I can't, or 16th, I can't remember. But it, uh, I just love like seeing that these people had to draw this. Like people had to create this with their bare hands, and a team of people had to do this. And like this is still again that came out. Uh, I think that came out mid '90s, early '90s, and it still holds up. I'm like it still holds up. I'm like this is gorgeous. And like I'll I'll hold up Gundam Wing. Gundam Wing's not the best of all time, but it's probably my favorite of all time. But I'm like this this is good. This still holds up. And your Cowboy Bebop, which I tell everyone if they're like I want to get an anime, I'm like. Go with Cowboy Bebop. It's probably the most Western-friendly, you know, best, like, example. Like, here, give this a shot. If you like this, there's a bunch of other things you can try out that gets weirder because it is the Japanese. Uh, I'll say that, like, you might want to try other you, – you might want to go off into other things. But, like, Cowboy Bebop's really good. And I'm really looking forward to – I actually am looking forward to their live-action version of it because I'm like, ah, we'll see what they can do with that. But that – I hope they don't Death Note it up. Yeah, I, see, I don't. I could never get into Death Note. I was never into. That. I was like, eh, that sounds kind of ridiculous to me. I got into the first season. Yeah, I will tell you this: the first season, I think it's on Netflix, or it was at some yeah. point. And the first season is fantastic. All right, fine. So the guy finds a note, blah blah blah. He can write on the things, and there's the demon that helps him out or whatever. It was his note. He just likes causing chaos. The whole thing is there is this just really good cat and mouse game of. The guy, right, who has the, the book, and he's trying to rid the world of all the criminals and stuff, and he mm-hmm. has this ego, mania, maniacal, just way about things where he thinks he's, he's like Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, but yeah. in serious anime form, where he's like, he thinks he's a god yeah. kind of situation. And then there's the detective guy who's trying to stop him, being like, yeah, I totally get it, but, you know, and it's such a really i don't know it's really good then the end of season one 
something happens and it just goes into anime hyper mode like in the yeah. next season and it just ruins the subtlety of the first yeah i uh i remember i try i think the last the last few animes before evangelion uh that i tried to get into uh a few years back i tried to watch all of inuyasha but that that has like 160 80 episodes i'm like i can't i got to like 100 episodes and i'm like you telling me I gotta watch eighty more of this bullshit? So that one went way too long. But I really enjoyed Inuyasha. But it was like you might as well try to finish One Piece. Yeah, and that's the other thing. It's like, <laughs> like people are like One Piece. I'm like that looks stupid. Uh, but the la- the other one I remember trying to get into. Well, I did get into. I recently also did get into Sword Art Online, and I really enjoyed that. But again, I watched the first two seasons, and they have like three or four. I'm like, I'm done. You guys, you ended it. Like the end of season two of Sword Art Online is pretty legit. I'm like, okay. This is this is a good ending. Like you guys should have just ended it here, but I understand you wanted to keep it going to keep that money going. But and the other one that I always was like, damn, I really wish I could get into that, but it just seems so fucking weird. Is Bleach? Bleach was another one I was like, oh, this looks interesting, and then it w- it went so far off the deep end for me. I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good. I'm done. Bleach I'm so and done. Naruto were essentially yeah. the Dragon Ball Z clones. Yeah. They were the, here's the hero, here's a couple of his friends who are not as powerful as the hero, but can still hold their own. Yeah. And here's a saga where they all fight certain things and gain new techniques. And the next saga, they all fight certain things and gain new techniques. And the next saga, oh, that one's a filler because we caught up with the manga. Oh, but the next one is they all fight new enemies and gain new techniques. Like, I mean, it, it's addictive at first, and then you're like, I'm Yeah, and that's kind of how, speaking of Dragon Ball Z, like, I really enjoyed Dragon Ball. I have, I, I kind of, I, I didn't watch all of Dragon Ball, because I'm like, this is too fucking, the animation, it goes back to the, that 80s animation, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of wonky. Yeah. But Dragon Ball Z, I feel like is, is I don't want to say perfect, but it's so near and dear to my heart that, like, I never got into GT, because I feel like, Dragon Ball Z is so good overall that like I don't need it to keep going. I don't need these characters to keep going. Like I've never got, I haven't gotten in Super yet, or I haven't gotten into these movies that really happened after the show ended. Like Dragon Ball Z ended, like where it ends. I'm like, why do I want to keep going? It's over. The story is over. Like I don't need anything else from these characters. Like I'm just like, I just don't understand. Like I'm like, guys, I'm done. I don't need to do this anymore. I'm I'm fine. Like how many more Super like forms can like. It gets to a point, it's like, well, he's reached the ultimate form, and then next season, it's like, oh my god, he's reached an even higher form. It's like, I can't. And how many times are, like, people are going to throw spirit bombs to solve the day, like that deus ex machina. It's like, okay, it's over. Just end it. Just be done with it, man. Super is super disappointing. Okay. I love it. I absolutely love it, and I hate it. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care about this oob character at the end of it. I want more, you know, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And when GT comes out, and I'm like, dude, he's Super Saiyan 4, and he's this. And then I'm sitting there going, this is, this sucks. <laughs> this so, is so bad. <laughs> right. So it was like when I first watched episode one as a kid, and I'm sitting there going, do I not like Star Wars anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately 
after Z. Okay. And the, fact, the first two movies, The Battle of the Gods and The Resurrection of Frieza, are they, they enhance them and mm-hmm. make them the first two sagas. Mm-hmm. The, and, the, and the thing about it, there's some subtleties to it to where, like in Z, it was... Goku gets powerful and leaves behind his friends and makes a couple new friends this saga. Oh, next saga, Goku gets powerful and leaves behind those friends and makes a couple new friends this saga. This one is... So, the whole Super Saiyan God thing is more of like an ascended form. It's not really like the next power level. Okay. It's like... They, they play on earlier and they play on... It's almost like how Game of Thrones is it started and ended in a way where there was so much subtlety, so much fulfillment, and then towards the end, it's like, kind of rushed. Yeah. And not as in-depth. Well, anyway, so the beginning of, the, of Super and all, so you have different things where, like, Super Saiyan... The Super Saiyan levels are different than the God levels because it's, like, a different power to achieve, and it's like, I don't know. Anyway, so the, the cat, sphinx-looking guy, Beerus... Yeah like a god of destruction or something and he's only there to balance out life in the universe or something and it it goes into a cosmic level but he never once just gets overpowered by goku or somebody it's like he's there Mm -hmm. and he can still whoop everyone's ass and this is like um uh, saga's like way 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 down the line he's still super powerful yeah then you have stuff like different universes and bigger, like, you know, Super Dragon Balls or whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a little bit more put together. It humbles some people. Like, Goku isn't the end-all, be-all. Like, he still has to learn a lot of stuff. Okay. So I'm like, okay, cool. In fact, Vegeta starts coming into his own and doesn't want to just copy Goku or whatever. He kind of wants to do his own thing a little. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. But then you get bogged down with fan service. Yeah. And then you get bogged down with like just out of nowhere stupid plots like there's a whole plot with future trunks again oh my god <laughs> like what yes yeah, yeah. well, what it what it was yes is, and it's weird though it's like one of the kai's from a different universe okay doesn't like something like he's evil machiavellian character kind of guy okay and he does some shenanigans where he's like invincible and he goes into another timeline and steals Goku's body and so him and evil possessed Goku are fighting all kind of different people or whatever and just destroying Trunks' timeline. Like you go into the timeline, like there's is time travel and you go there. Yeah. So and so they're doing all that stuff and I'm like, his story's really good because there's this relationship with his elder Kai. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you slowly see him start to turn into an evil villain and stuff. I'm like, dude, this is a lot more subtle than Dragon Ball Z ever was. Okay. And then you have Trunks' love story with some random resistance fighter going on for episodes. And I'm like, stop. Just kill them both, end it, and go back to the, the subtlety that you had. Not this, I want to make Romeo and Juliet in the future, or some bullcrap. Like, stop, please, please stop. Yeah. And... They keep do super keeps doing that all the time. Yeah, I I just I like I feel like it's trying to like if you like it, that's cool, man. I again I'm all about hey man, do your own thing. But like it just feels like the the only appeal that it could possibly have is to kind of recapture a nostalgic feeling of like my childhood and stuff. 
And I, yeah, sure, I, I, that's cool, but I, I, I can't be invested in it because, like I said, there's so many things I gotta watch. There's so many things I gotta watch. Like Stranger Things is coming out this week. You know, I have, I'm trying to watch this week. Yeah, it's literally coming out Fourth of July. And I'm so, gonna catch up on Jessica Jones. Yeah, I didn't catch it either, man. It's like, fuck. When am I gonna have time for this? But like, so just wrapping up this whole like anime like thing. It's just like I, I love. I love anime. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. Like, I, I can't stress the influence it's had on my, like, life. I, I just, I, I think that it, it opened up, it broadened my horizons of what storytelling and animation could be. But it, it showed me, like, again, we grew up on Disney stuff. We grew up on, you know, a lot of Looney Tunes as animation. But, like, this was, like, fucking animation on steroids here. And Dragon Ball Z was a big part of that and stuff. So... I, I really I love it, but I I just I can't. It's like I I appreciate it, and you know if something comes around, I'll check it out and like oh yeah I can get into this. But there are other times where I'm just like I can't. It's passed me by. It's it's so passed me by. Much like video games, man. Like I just got a PS4 for the first like I got a PS4 beginning of the year, you know because Kingdom Hearts three came out and I had to play that and that was awesome. I enjoyed it too. It wasn't like the best game ever. Like two was better, but. Uh, I'm gonna get in the three at some point. It's you can but, wait. You can wait. It's not. It's all right. Like I said, I'm waiting. Yeah. It uh, but it, gaming was a big thing. Like I just kind of got back into it. Like I I got uh, I got a Gundam game like on there, which was a lot of fun. And my buddy just lent me his copy of the Spider-Man PS4 game, and I eventually I gave him that shit. But yeah, man, it's just funny how shit moves on, and you're like, oh god, I really want to keep up with this, but it's like. I kind of also have other interests and shit. It's just like, how do how do people find the fucking time to do all this shit, man? Like, do they just? Oh no! I have no idea, man. I have no idea. I'll tell you what I do for yeah. video games and stuff. And like, yeah, I've got a PS4. I've got a Switch. Okay. I look at a game and go, okay, this is a giant ass plot driven game, like a Sony plot driven game. Okay, yeah. I can probably play that for a few weeks to a month or so. Play it on my off time. I'll be fine. Oh, this is a JRPG. I used to like them, but much like anime, I don't have time for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of, of, of just playing this game. Absolutely. So I look at it and I go, I know it looks cool, but I'm not going to get it because let's face it, realistically, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. So my video game collection has shrunk over the time, but yeah. it's like these are games that I know for certain I'm going to spend hours on. Like, yeah. I'm one of the ones who plays Skyrim 85,000 times because, yes, it's a grand adventure and stuff, but it's like I don't have to invest all this it's, new energy. Yeah, it's accessible. It. It's, it's immediately accessible. Yes, exactly. That And that's one of the reasons why I got like the SNES and the NES Mini. Yeah. And hacked it to hell. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's why I, I gravitated towards fighting games. Like, I'm such a big Street Fighter fan because you can literally – I can pick up uh, a Street Fighter game. Like, I could probably pick up five right now and get into it in 30 minutes and have a good time. And, like, that's why I always kind of gravitated towards those games because, like, I just want to play – I just want to have, like, a couple hours of fun real quick. Just give me a couple hours of just fun. I listen to some music while I play – I haven't really gotten my online play. I don't really understand. Like, it's just like, ugh. I go on online and I'll get my ass kicked. But that, it's just like, I don't, like, I'm with you, man. I don't have hours of, like, 
like my time is precious. Like I have a lot of free time, but it is still precious to me. Like I don't want to waste my time on shit. So like, I I, I just can't get into a bunch of new things. Cause like I don't want to have to invest like twenty to thirty to forty hours of my life on something that's gonna leave me like, oh, well that was just okay. It's like no, I'm good. I'll, I want to enjoy. Like I want to leave this investment being like, wow, that was amazing. You know what? In a couple of years, I can't wait to come back to this and really, really enjoy it again. Otherwise, it's like, ugh, I don't want to invest all the, I don't want to invest like part of myself into something that's ultimately going to be just a meh, you know? That's why I never got into Assassin's Creed. I yeah. always looked at it saying, dude, that looks awesome. And then by the time I was going to go pick it up, the third one was already out and I was like, oh, now there's three. And now it's like, I've just heard all these horrible reviews from whatever. And then again, I don't trust reviews online because people are assholes. So, <laughs> oh, they are, though. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what it is with this day and age. And, I, yeah, old man yells at Cloud Rant coming. <laughs> but you know what? We gave shit a chance. It took Jar Jar Binks for us to start bitching about Star Wars. Yeah. And, I mean, people complained in the past, but it wasn't as bad. Yeah. So... But now it's like, oh my god, I didn't like the tone in this one scene. It's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. No, it's not. It's a good movie, damn it. I'm like, yeah. or, or like a video game. Yeah. Oh, like, this one thing yeah. I didn't agree with 100%, and now I'm going to like rake it across the coals of the internet. Like, why, dude? People just look for things to be mad about. People just wake up and find, like, what can piss me off today? It's like, dude, that's too much energy. That's just too much energy to be mad. It's so much easier for me to be, like, celebrate things I love than be like, oh, this is fucking stupid. What the fuck were these people thinking? It's like, man, just do that. Like, that shit will, like, tear you up inside. Like, I'll have those moments where I'm like, oh, man, this was freaking stupid. And then I'll sit and I'll breathe. And I won't post it on the internet. Yeah, it'll go away. Just like... There you go. Yeah. Move on. Let it go. Like back to... Circling back to what we said about the customer service stuff. It's like, just just let it go. Like I think the only game I have left that I really want to play... Like I'll probably play this this Spider-Man PS4 because I love... I heard it's amazing. And you know, I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Uh, I'm really looking to far, looking forward to Far From Home. I'm going to see that Tuesday. I'm so excited about it. But uh, Oh, dude. All right. All right. <laughs> I got um, spoiled slightly. Don't you fucking do it right here. I will hang up on you right now. I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying. It's okay. Don't look it up. I won't. Do not look it up. But it has the greatest mid credit scene in the history of the MCU, and it will never be topped again. Oh, wow. And I'm still excited. Oh my God! It's earth-shattering. Okay. Well, then I'm now I'm really looking forward to it even more. I didn't think that was possible, but so other than other than the Spider-Man game, I think I'm gonna play Resident Evil 2, the remake, because I love I love the original Resident Evil 2. Uh, So I think that's it, man. I think that that's like I don't really, I I I don't need to play. Like it just seems like you 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 invest hours in something, and yeah, you might have fun, but it's like ultimately it's like what what else. Like, if that's your thing, again, that's cool. That's fine. But it's like, for me, it, it, it felt like there were times where I was like, I just invested this the many hours into something that has no tangible, like, it's not tangible, and pro, like, product. It, it's not, it has no tangible production, like, in the real world. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I accomplished this on a game. But it's like, but what did I, like, 
what 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 did I get out of this in real life? I just feel like I not wasted my time, but like it's like the time could have been spent better doing something else. So See, it's that's like, why I've got a couple of friends at work right now. Yeah, these little freaks of nature. Yeah, no, they're early twenties. They're both working the same hours I'm working, but they yeah. both have part time jobs. One of them's got a graphic design degree that he does on the side, yeah. social life, gym life, and video game. I'm like, how the hell? Anyway, they're constantly <laughs> wanting to get me to go on Call of Duty yeah. because it has a new Battle Royale mode or whatever. And I'm like, one, I'm not big on first-person shooters. Yeah. Two, I don't want to buy a game. Then I have to buy $40 more dollars yeah. for all the DLC. Yeah. Only for it to be outdated the next year. It's one thing if, like, let's say I play the God of War game and there's $40 worth of uh, DLC and I buy it and it doesn't come out for another three to four years. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. But something like Call of Duty every single year plus DLC. No. Yeah. You're out of your mind. It's It does feel like it's a hustle. Like, it's a scam. But... Wrapping up, I know we're uh, we're approaching the hour and a half thing, and we still have the questions to get into. But like, yeah, man, it's 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 really weird, like being an adult or being a young adult. I guess we're technically young adults in this like 2019. I mean, fucking 2020s. Like, it's gonna be a 2020s, dude. That's gonna be fucking wild. Like, it's like, what? This is this is a real thing. Like, where are the flying cars, right? No. <laughs> but uh, it's. Uh, I read a meme real quick. Yeah. He goes, where are the flying cars? And he goes, you know what? I'm glad we don't have flying cars because your lazy ass would be flying out of the sky going on like your gas tank on E going, no, I know my car. I'm good. <laughs> That's true. And don't even get me started the texting and driving, motherfuckers. Like, if they were flying, no, that'd be awful. Uh, but yeah, man, it's been a great chat. It's like, I, I, I really appreciate it. Like, I feel like we were we have a lot of the same interests and I think that's why we've been friends for so long and we kind of enjoy the same shit and stuff. So I, uh, I really enjoy the anime talk, man. I don't get to talk. Like I don't, a lot of my friends, uh, not a lot of my friends are into anime. So it was really nice to talk to someone about it. Uh, because like it, 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 not only are not a lot of my friends into anime, like growing up, if I started talking about anime, I feel like I would lose friends. So I was like, okay, keep that shit to yourself because it might turn some people off. So it's, it's you nice know to what? talk. Yeah. I looked at it this way. Yeah. If some, if anime or something like that was as big in your life as just like a big part of your life. Yeah. I wanted to be surrounded by friends who did not care if I liked it or not. Yeah. And that was a lot of my philosophy with it because early on I played the game trying to be friends with everybody, but you can't please everybody. Nope. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. The friends I have are the friends who, regardless of whether I'm politically different from them or I like different media or whatever, we're still going to be friends. Yeah. I feel you, man. That's a great attitude to have. Uh, so uh, I think that's a good I think that's a good note to end on. Uh, are you ready for these questions? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Okay. So like I said uh, – hold on. Let me um, – okay. Let's do this. Cool. Uh, so like I, like I told you, and I'll just reiterate for the audience, I do questions to new guests every, uh, every year. Uh, so we'll just get into this. Um, thank you again for being on Sean. I really do appreciate you taking time out of your Sunday to, to be on. And I, 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 I'm glad to have new people on. It's fun. Uh, no problem, man. okay. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? All right. Um, the first stupid thing I wanted to be when I grew up was 
crash test dummies? Yes. Well, for a hot minute, I wanted to be a crash test dummy. <laughs> because I thought it was so fun to just run into a wall and explode. <laughs> but I grew up a little and was like, I want to be a scientist. But yeah. my version of scientist was put on a lab coat and just like, okay, punch in, mix a few chemicals around for no apparent reason, and punch out. And I was sure. like, that sounds fun. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! Uh, I was about to say, I was like, you, I, I bet that career in crash test dummying would would have been very short lived, uh, unfortunately. Uh, oh no, you saw the show; they just get put back together. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, that takes me back. That's that's really old, right there. Uh, so okay, that's interesting, man. I uh, I said it on the pod. I've said it, I've given my answer a few times on the pod already, but uh, I. I still don't know what I want to do with my life. Like I'm in this gig, I really enjoy this field. Uh, it pays the bills. It's not, it's not. I wouldn't call it rewarding, but I also wouldn't call it like soul sucking. You know, it's it's a gig. It's a job. It's it's my it's what I do. But uh, you know, one of these days I'll figure it out, and uh, maybe it'll be podcaster full time. Maybe if the <laughs> that would be something uh, doubtful, but that would be something. Um, Honestly, just yeah. do enough to have peace with yourself. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. Uh, okay, let me ask you this. The next question is, if you came into a very large sum of money, like the Powerball, the lottery, whatever, right? And, you know, you took care of your bank, your banking stuff, you put your trust together, you hired your lawyers and accountants, all that bullshit was out the way. What's the first big thing you would buy? What's the thing you would buy? So you're saying, like, out of debt, all that. Oh, yeah, all that. Everything's been taken care of. Everyone's been paid off. Yeah. younger didn't really know what i wanted to do with it yeah one i'd have my own personal like arcade yeah i would have my arcade machines i'd I'd love the shit out of them i would i would have whatever like i'm still looking into it because i'm trying to look into those arcade one-ups get one of those and mod the hell out of it with like a computer or whatever anyway and two as mentioned before i love the larp thing yeah and you remember Thomas and Matt that I got on at Bromart? Oh man, Thomas Cosmo Tomba the Third, greatest the third. name. Sorry to put his name out there, but I just have to say, still the greatest name I've ever heard. Thomas Cosmo Tomba the Third. That's just such a God. That's such a great name. Oh, it is. But um, well, they got me into the LARPing, live okay. action role playing stuff. And I like it, and it was really fun. And I was playing it as a game until I got to this one that I'm at now called Sovereign Scrolls. Okay. Shout out to Sovereign Scrolls. And it's a Texas-based LARP, but there's a chapter around uh, Woodville or something. Mm -hmm. I think there's one in Killeen, and then there's one in Springfield, Louisiana. Nice. So, and it's, it's interchanging stories, stuff like that. And talking with the owner who's really personable, really, really fun guy, Thomas Rocap. Um, it, it got me a few ideas in my head. I'm like, this is what I would totally do with money, is buy a giant-ass plot of land yeah. and shape it for like a LARP-style style environment kind of thing. Trails, maybe build a few like caves or something in there, like safe-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, cabins, uh, tavern type situation, whatever, and then rent it out to the different ones. Because there's a lot of different LARPs, yeah. not just in Louisiana, around the world. So you pre- pretty much build a compound, basically. 
and I'd play all the games that I want. I'd be like, look. And so I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd work every freaking weekend that I wanted to. If I didn't want to, I'd be, you know, gone. But it would be my property. Mm-hmm. And, and you rent it out and you continue to make money off of it. That sounds uh, that sounds awesome, man. I I I was only vaguely aware. I'm, I'm very loosely and vaguely aware of this community, but I'm really I'm very I'm very fascinated by it. I'm very I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's it's growing and it's it's there is a it's active and lively. You know what helped it a bit? Now there is some toxicity to it, yeah. as is a lot of things. But one thing that did help it a bit was in the past ten years with this whole nerd chic thing. Yeah, mixed with a lot of more emphasis on being yourself and this and that, mm-hmm. but not in a corny way. Like you know how a lot more people now are like, well, this whole feminist movement stuff where they're like, okay, it's not about just women; it's about you know men also having feelings and this and that. Um, the Me Too stuff. Mm-hmm. there's a lot more inclusion because when I started, it was like the generic, everyone's a nerd, neck beard kind of guy, and then there's like the one girlfriend that's there, and yeah. it's like, that was kind of it. Now it's just mix of everyone, and I mean everyone. That's awesome, man. I, I, I'm a big proponent of diversity and inclusivity, so that's that's really good to hear. And, you know, it's like, uh, LARPing, I know they're not the same thing, but they're kind of, I guess their cousins are adjacent somewhat, is like the cosplaying and all that stuff. Like, I could never get into that, and I could never get into LARPing and stuff. But I'm just happy people are doing it. I'm happy to see that people are having fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, what chore do you absolutely hate doing? Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't mind laundry, but like having to wash like my my stepdad washes his car by like by hand. I'm like, why do you do? There's a there's a washer like there's a there's a, a car wash down the street. You go to that. He goes, nah, man, it ain't the same. I'm like, but it's so much quicker and less of a hassle. It's five dollars. I'm not gonna spend X amount of money and effort on all the materials needed to wash the car by hand, whereas five dollars in and out, it's clean. It's done. It's over. Like, I mean, he'll put wax on his, and he really, like, does it really well. And props okay. to him, but, like, I, I just, I'm like, oh, it's not worth it. It's just not worth it. I'm good. I don't need it. Like, I get it if you have, like, a sports car or something. Yeah. Cause I, I got a friend, one of the Call of Duty people, like I said, the one, the one of the Call of Duty people who I know at work got a freaking Mustang. Nice. And that dude, he waxes it, he does whatever, and I'm like, it's great. Because it's a nice red Mustang with the black stripes on it and all really shiny really nice i'm like okay cool i get that okay but then you've got people who have like a 98 toyota pickup <laughs> from nom how that happens i don't know and then just you know it's seen some things and then they're like no nah, i gotta wash my baby and i'm like dude that's your grandma i mean it's not your baby so go through the professional yeah. five dollar washer and just get it done yeah it's it's not exactly. I, I don't really see the appeal of that kind of time investment. Um, anyway, uh, what's your favorite candy bar or snack? Oh, shit. Um, I got to think on this one. Hmm. I will go through small bouts of, like, I guess during the holiday seasons, mm-hmm. when the candy gets, like, there, I will just eat chocolate, like, crazy. Yeah. And I mean, Twix, Snickers, Kit Kats, all kind of stuff. 
then I will get tired of it. I won't want it for a while. I won't really eat a lot of snacks mm-hmm. because I eat a lot of food in general. Yeah. So I'm full from lunch. I don't eat a snack. I'm full from dinner. I don't eat a snack kind of thing. But when the holidays roll around and I realize, I, I don't know what it is, but it's like when I realize I haven't had it in a while yeah, and it's there, small bite-sized giant bags of like bite-sized candy yeah holy crap i'm a fiend yeah i hear you on that one those fun-sized little bite-sized snickers man i could eat a whole bag of those uh okay that's cool man uh so what was your best and worst school subject my best school subject was science okay because it to me it was it's everything's really logical yeah. And just, hey, this is this because it is. Okay. And this plus this, you pour this together, whatever. Yeah, it is. Like, I was one of the only people in my chemistry class that really understood a lot of the concepts because to me it was interesting. Yeah. The worst for me had to be language arts. Okay. Like, I don't know why. I just, like, when I was younger, I could read. Yeah. Really easy. Like, I used to read Goosebump books like they were freaking candy. Yeah. And, like, I, I love them. Then, for some reason, I guess video games? I-, I don't know. No, you know what it was, now that I realize? It was because the books that the teachers tried to get us to read were stuff I wasn't interested in. Yeah. And it was like... Trying to read this and then trying to tell me to come up with something. Like, one, what was it? I was at Southeastern once. And I failed uh, an exam. Okay. Because it wasn't like the teacher wanted us to read whatever, and I read it. Mm-hmm. And then they go, "Okay, what did you think about this?" And I gave them my opinion on this. And they're like, "Well, that's not the subject he was going for." And I was like, "Really, really, you're really close friends with Robert Frost? Like, <laughs> you really know exactly what he was going, going for? Yeah. Why did you ask the question? What do you think the motive was?" You should have just said, what do I think the motive is? And then put that as the question, because, like, yeah. that's what he was asking for. They they just want their own opinions regurgitated to them sometimes. Right. It's like, no, I'm sorry that you think you're profound because you thought this way. Well, I thought this way because I have a different outlook on life based on me being raised completely different. So, I mean, I read the book. Um. <laughs> uh, I, I feel you on that one, man. I uh, I did a lot of English classes in school, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of that. It's like, okay, this is what they – I know this is what they want me to say, and so I have to put a spin on it to make it sound like it's original and coming from me, but also still recognizable to the professor. So I totally understand where you're coming from on that one. Uh, I will say this. Yeah, go ahead. I got, re- I got back recently into – and the same thing with like wearing headphones at work. Um, not just podcasts but audiobooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm happy that I don't hate reading. Yeah. It's just years of not wanting to do it because of the certain books has gotten me to a point where I read two sentences and I daydream. Yeah. And so with the audiobooks, it helps me. Like, I've read the Game of Thrones books. I got, I've watched the Harry Potter movies that I finally read them, like, last year. Yeah. And I freaking love them. I'm like, all right, cool, awesome. And it's just uh, the Lord of the Rings, all that other stuff. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, what is the best vacation you've ever taken? You know, I mean, it could be, 
you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be when you were like five or some shit like that, but just like, or the most recent one, whatever works. Uh, what, okay, so what do you got? Okay. I loved my Disney internship, and I know, yeah, okay, fine, you're actually working, it's not a vacation, no, sure. it was a vacation. Retail at Disney in 98% of Disney's area yeah. is some of the best retail you'll ever work in. Yeah. Fun-wise, like stress-wise. It was so fun. Like, I freaking... I was working in, and this is why I say 98%, in the um, All-Star Resorts. Okay. Which was the um, the cheapest ones. Mm-hmm. And I'm working the closing shift at the restaurants. And it's like at the quick-service restaurants. So, you know, a lot of people getting in from the parks late. It's closing. I'm sorry, we can't open it for you. Because it closed a half hour ago, and then, you know, complaining anyway. So they pulled me for a little bit to work in Epcot's Food and Wine um, Festival when that was around. Okay. That was a completely different world because it was so fun. Dude, I would work 12-hour shifts at the Germany section in the rain and still had a smile on my face because it was like everyone was happy. I was friends with the people I was with, and it wasn't a hard job. Yeah. And you're at Disney World. I think a few times, because it's, it's the Food and Wine Fest, they always have, at, like, uh, groups and stuff playing. Yeah. And have you been to Epcot? I have not been to Disney. This is going to make some Damn. people... This, no, no, I've been... Oh, no, no, no. I have been to Disney. Uh, my, my grandmother actually used to live in Orlando, so we would go visit, and we would go there a couple times. But uh, I have not been to Disney probably in over 20 years. It's been Fair a enough. long time. It's been a long, long time. Well, Epcot has this the whole the second half of it that's not like the futuristic whatever section. Yeah. The second half of it is like the world. Cool. And America's in the center. <laughs> and there's a it's, it's like there's a pond and it's a, it's literally like this whole path. And as you go across the path, you go through the different countries and you arch back. Now, in the pond facing America in the center is this big stage. Yeah. And they do different things like this, the Christmas caroling and all kind of other stuff like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, during Food and Wine, they have different groups and acts. Like, And so on the Friday and Saturday nights when I was working, I'm working and, dude, I saw Electric Light Orchestra. Dope. I saw Starship, Night Ranger. Freaking Sugar Ray, um, all for free, working at Disney. Nice. Like I'm, I'm, I'm at work, and because the concerts there, no one's buying any food, so we're just watching the concerts, sitting there. And I'm like, this is not work. This is a vacation. Well, there you go. I, I, I imagine that is pretty dope. Like, especially if you're like all the fringe <laughs> benefits of that, man. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Would you rather speak all languages or have the ability to speak to all animals? I'm going to go for the all languages Yeah. because I love animals. I absolutely love animals. Yeah. And that's even without knowing how to speak to them. So I'm going to let that friendship stay. <laughs> you, don't wanna pi- you don't want to pull that curtain back. <laughs> no, no. I, I, I don't want to know what my cats are thinking. <laughs> I mean, 
I want to pretend what they're thinking. Uh, I, I totally agree. I, 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 I stand by the fact that, or I stand by the opinion that I, I, I really feel that animals are not, animals are more boring than we think they are. Like, I really think they're, like, so simple and so, like, just, you know, so, just simple that we would get tired of them. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. I don't need to know what animals are thinking. So all languages just seem more versatile and more uh, practical. Um, right. And that's another thing for me, too, is the practicality of it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, would you rather have unlimited pizza or unlimited tacos for life? Tacos, hand down. Hands down. Damn straight. I'm team taco over here, man. Look, I like pizza. Yeah. I will, I will punish some pizza. Yeah. But pizza gets me full way too fast. Yeah. And that's not fair. <laughs> that's, I will that's... go to Taco Bell and get like a $12 box of tacos and eat it. Yeah. And then go to a Mexican restaurant and be like, I want some good tacos. Yeah. Speaking of which, and this was actually a really good perk of when I was doing trucking for Budweiser. It was in the, on the North Shore for a little bit. Yeah. And I had this one route that I got to. I worked to this one route. And... It was it was a side loader truck, mm-hmm. so it wasn't full pallets. And like I would go to like Hammond and different places like that. And there was this one place called Tacos and Beer. Shout out to those guys in Hammond. Nice. And they were like, if you get here before eleven o'clock, you know the the rush hour, or like the lunch hour, we'll give you a free burrito. <laughs> These things were freaking huge. Yeah. And they're free, absolutely free. And it's like, it, and it's not just, oh, ground meat and stuff. It's like shredded pork, shredded beef nice. kind of put in there. And it was always different. Like one time it had like the red chili sauce. One time it had the green chili sauce. One time it was like the queso oh, all over man. it. I haven't eaten lunch yet, Sean. Shut up. God damn. You're welcome. <laughs> then like the, the next day, I'm going someplace and it's another Mexican restaurant. One of the managers was like, oh, yeah, okay, you're always so friendly coming in here. I'll get you some tacos if you want. So I got a freaking plate lunch, tacos, and the chips, and all that other shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. That was a fun perk of that job. That sounds awesome. I could imagine. But yeah, Team Tacos all the way. Uh, no, But no disrespect to pizza. Pizza's great, too. Uh, okay, so if you had to sing karaoke, what song would you pick? I know you are. You do play. You play the guitar, right? Bass. Bass, yes, correct. Uh, but uh, do you sing at all or not? Nah? You just you just stick to the instrumental. Dude, I can't speak in front of people without shaking. It was it's oh my god. So no, I will I will stick to instrumental for the most part. Yeah. Because I just oh. Whew. Yeah. In fact, I had a moment at this LARP where I had to speak in front of something, and I almost started shaking. And I'm like, I know these people. I LARP with them every other like every third fourth week. Yeah. Anyway, so no, no, no singing, but if I'm by myself in the truck, it sure. depends. Okay. Because I really do like, it's like I like heavy metal and I like yeah. punk and I like rock and I like progressive stuff and all that stuff. I'm trying to think, what song would I freaking sing? Because it's, it's never going to be like one of those growling whatever songs. Yeah, yeah. I just think karaoke. God damn. My, uh, the one I always go with is uh, I'll Stop the World and Melt with You by Modern English. That's my go-to. Seems like a very oh. yeah, seems like a very manageable song to sing. I remember which one. Okay. It's, it's kind of weird. Soldier of Fortune by Deep Purple. 
well, that is very obscure, Sean. <laughs> right, it's very obscure. And that's the problem with a lot of my stuff is because a lot of my world is yeah. obscure because it's shit that I like. I don't yeah. care if you like it. But then when I bring it into reality, I'm like, oh, and you're all staring at me weird. And I'm like, oh, oh, I forget. You, you all don't listen to the same <laughs> shit that I listen to. But the reason why I like it is because there's this metal group called Opeth. Okay. And I absolutely love them. They were progressive death metal a while, but then they changed to, to more of a traditional progressive band, mm-hmm. like over the years and stuff. And the dude, he's nice as can be. I met him at House of Blues once. He he does the death growl stuff, and then instantaneously can switch it on one of the, like the smoothest, sweetest voices you've ever heard. Sitting, and he does a cover of this. Mm-hmm. And this is David Coverdale, Deep Purple. So it's like. Yeah, he does it, and it's just fantastic. And I'm like, that's the song I would love to just belt out if I had to sing in front of people. Yeah. But like you said, it's really obscure, and no one would really get it beyond a few people yeah. who know that song. How many times? How many? How many people do you think would come up to you afterwards, and be like, "Did you write that? Did you come up with that yourself?" <laughs> right. I like, like, I don't know, and we'll we'll never find out. Okay. All right, last question, and again, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's been a great chat. This is, I was worried we wouldn't have enough to talk about, and goddamn, we're already past an hour and a half. Uh, oh, I can talk. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, if you had the entire world's attention for 30 seconds, you know, just every conscious adult, I guess, uh, what would you say? Goddamn, I'm trying to think. See, this one I don't know either because – I would get cold feet and think, if I say this, this group of people is going to hate it. And if I say this, this group of people is going to hate it. And if I say this, this group of people... And then I have to think of myself, I'm like, okay, fine. You know what, Sean? Just just pick pick yourself up and just don't care what they say and say it. And then I'm going to get up there and my anxiety is going to kick in again. So, ah, shit, I don't know. Um... You know what? I'll give him this rant. I'll give him this rant to be like, look, I can't say anything to the world because I'm scared of the world. Because the world is a very scary place. And it's not because, oh, people are mean. It's because people are goddamn vicious. I mean, like, when you you read stuff on the internet, going back to what I was saying about, okay, one small little fault in a game, one little overlooked little thing, oh, this thing glitched, here's a free patch, we'll fix it up for you. Nope. It's the worst damn thing in the world. I'm going to send death threats to all the creative team and all this other stuff. And it's like, really? Really? (laughs) So in stuff like that, and that means is why I'm like, I would give them an iteration of this speech into being like, dude, stop being so damn vicious. Just breathe. Chill out, right? Calm down and breathe. I think that's put yourself yeah. in someone else's shoes, whether you agree or not, so you understand where they're coming from. Cheers to that, man. I would say that that is very profound to say. It's just like, hey, man, chill out, guys. Let's relax, man. It's not that serious. Like, let's take it easy, all right? So uh, that's going to do it for us today, guys. Uh, thank you all for listening. Again, thank you, Sean, for coming on. Uh, I'll have you back, I promise. Uh, maybe not. I don't know about the rest of this year, but definitely next year. Uh it's good. I'm glad. I felt very weird asking you because it's it's very random to ask people to do this little this silly thing of mine. So, but I'm glad you were. I'm, I'm glad you were game. Um, oh, absolutely. 
you can find uh, this will be coming out Wednesday the third. Uh, I thought about making it Fourth of July themed, but I was like, nah, I'm good. That sounds kind of corny. Uh, so, but I will say that if you uh, if you like this episode, if you like any of the episodes you listen to on the Flores and Friends podcast, you know. SoundCloud, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, I guess it's called now, Spotify, like, subscribe, share with your friends, share with the masses, man. Uh, you know, you can reach us on Twitter, FAF Podcasts. We have a, a Gmail account, FAF Podcast at Gmail. You know, any feedback is good. Tell me to go fuck myself. Hey, man, that's always nice to hear as well, too. Keeps my ego in check. Uh, that's going to do it, Sean. Thank you again, man. I hope you have a great rest of your day. All right, you too, man. All right, man, I'll catch you online. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. All right, man. Take it easy. Later, dude. All right, bye.